Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Hey, what's up, Bar listeners? Before we get into this episode, want to let you know that today's show is brought to you by AGTV. That's right. The people that made the American Gospel documentary has come up with a streaming service app. It's pretty much like Netflix for solid biblical content. Go to watch AGTV. Use the code BAR, the number one, to get 10% off the monthly rate. AGTV is so awesome. They also have our very own Just Thinking podcast on there. So you want to make sure you go to watchagtv.com. Use the code BAR, the number one, for 10% off. To the bar, come on and pull up a seat and open up your Bible. What a wonderful feast! The living bread, and we're discussing what it means for the streets, the inner cities, and the burbs, and every person we meet. This is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news. In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you. We're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces. This is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it. And this is for the truth lovers, biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations. Yeah, welcome to the modern reformation. Yeah, the bar, biblical and reformed. Welcome everybody to the bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building right back in here. Another Tuesday. Super excited as always to be coming through your speakers, through your earbuds, where you listen to the bar. We're grateful that you're listening. And welcome to 2020, y'all. We are here, and um, this is the this will be the second episode of 2020. And uh, like I did all of 2019, I'm gonna continue to do it all the way into 2020. I want to thank you, the listeners, for tuning into the bar. Uh, you guys make this fun, make this awesome, and I definitely want to make sure I thank you every time for listening. And like I do every week, I bring you an awesome guest. Uh, we will have a lot of local pastor spotlights this year. 2020 is my goal. Uh, guys willing. And this one is uh, very special to me because of, uh, the location and who it is. Uh, we have on none other than my brother, Matt. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing great, Dwayne. I'm doing great. Good deal, Matt. So listen, man, tell the folks a little bit about you, uh, whatever you want to share, whether it's personal, professional, I'm going to give you the floor to do that right here. All right. Thanks. Um, so I'm Matt Barefoot. I'm, I like, like Dwayne said, we, we actually grew up in the, in the same small town of Turkey, North Carolina, which is, um, which I don't, we don't share that with a lot of people. Um, I've been in the ministry about 11 or 12 years, planted a church about nine years ago. Uh, in Clinton, which is uh, not too far from where we grew up, and um, the Lord's been really good to us in nine years. We're growing, and so we um, we're excited about what He's doing. I'm I have uh, I'm married to my wife Mary, and we uh, we have two little girls, an eight year old and a, a four year old. So they keep me younger than I really am, and um, and I don't know. I just I just look around, just excited about where the Lord's taking us and what He's doing here at our church, and 
And so um, I, I love the show and um, excited to be on. Just thank you so much for having me on today. Bro, I knew I had to. So let let me uh let let I'm actually let you do it. Tell the folks how you heard about the bar and how we got I guess you could say reconnected. Yeah, so it's been a couple of years probably as and uh I was uh I was at a meeting uh with our local association. We we're, we're technically a Baptist church and so we were I was with um our local association and a guy was telling me about the bar and he said he said, didn't you grow up in Turkey? And I said, yeah. And he said, there's a, a podcast uh, of, called The Bar Podcast, and it's by a guy who grew up in Turkey. And I said, oh, no, no, you, you, you're mistaken. Right. <laughs> you're mistaken. He, said, he said, no, really. And so I started doing some research and uh, reached out to you after finding out who you were and listening to it um, uh, you know, a few times and reached out to you and told you uh, who I was and and – I'm a little bit older than you, so we we um. But you knew, I think maybe knew my siblings a little bit, or or oh, yeah. they were about your age, and and so uh, we connected that way. But I was just amazed, first of all, that there's anybody from where we grew up um, doing <laughs> uh, a podcast, but right. especially someone with Reformed theology, because that's not yes. exactly known <laughs> to be very popular around here. And exactly. So, um, and so it was just, uh, I was glad we were connected. I was an immediate fan, of course. And, um, yeah, so that, that, that's how it all started. A couple, of, it's been a couple of years, I guess. Yeah, man. Yeah, it has. And that, and that's that, man. I'm telling you, you don't know how much, uh, first, man, that blessed me that somebody, you know, in the area was listening to the show. Cause a lot of times, you know, uh, you're doing this and I get a lot of, uh, people, you know, from all walks, man, from all over the world, you tell me they enjoy it, but it's, it's local folks that you don't, you know, <laughs> you don't, you don't get any listens, man. And to hear that somebody was actually listening in that area, that, that blew me away. And then to figure out, you know, the connection. Cause, uh, yeah, I think, uh, let's see, Jason, um, I, I knew Jason pretty good. And then, you know, my mom, she taught at Hargrove forever. Uh, so yeah. I, I knew, knew, knew a lot of people that way, man. So, and you brought up a really good point that I want you to get into, uh, speaking, you know, on the side of reformed theology and that area. Uh, 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 you know, it's not known. It's not, you know, it's not popular. Uh, tell me a little bit about your challenges with your church. Uh, when it comes to that perspective and, and that view and that, that thought process, tell me some of the things, uh, with the plant as well as, you know, as you gaining more members and, and, and trying to teach them, you know, proper biblical doctrine. Tell me some of the things that you, you went through on that. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and it's, uh, it's one of those things where I just don't think it's known around here. I just, I think there's a lot right. more people who, would lean more reformed if they mm -hmm. just knew the doctrines of reformed theology. But totally we're calling by this name here. Yeah. And it's just, you know, a lot of people grew up believing some of the things and having some solid biblical doctrines, but they maybe didn't put a label on it, did not know that there was, you know, a, a, a group that they would consider to be reformed. They, mm -hmm. they never put those things together. And so, you know, when we planted nine years ago, I was already introduced to reformed theology for the you know, previous five or six years before then. So I was listening to, to MacArthur and Piper and R.C. Sproul. And, and I had these, these guys that I was already reading and, and, and mm -hmm. were familiar with. So they had shaped me and really 
discipled me from afar as best right. they, they could. They did not know they were doing that, of course, but they were. And so I had that. But when we planted, um, it caused us some heartaches and some difficult times because people, they were not a fan of some of the things that, of course, we were labeled with. Now, sure. like anything else, there's a lot of misconceptions out there about mm-hmm. Reformed theology. And so, you know, uh, a, a lot of people who were who were not uh, fans, they, they took it to the extreme. But <laughs> it caused us some difficulties. Over the years, it, it's, it's still a sore subject around here if, if it's brought up in the right crowd. But for the most part, uh, I think people now, I think people are hungry for mm-hmm. solid biblical truth. Right. And, and maybe they don't call it reform, but they'll take it if, um, if you, if you can give it to them. And so we, we just here at the vine, we, we preach the Bible unapologetically. Mm-hmm. We stay, we're not going to preach anything outside of scripture. We believe the gospel is the answer and, uh, our only answer. And so we preach that. And yes, it, it's reformed. There's no doubt about it. Um, if, um, if I don't, I don't know that, that most people that, for, that first join our group, I don't even think they even know what that means, but I, <laughs> I still get that question from now, you know, now and again, Hey, what does sure. this mean? And we, sure. and we go through it. It's not the barrier or, or the issue that it once was, I would say nine years ago. Well, I, I mean, quite honestly, uh, we were, when we first planted, there was, Initially, we probably had 75 or 80 people, and because of Reformed theology and mm-hmm. how it was misrepresented, we went from 70 or 80, maybe even 100, to maybe 30 or 40 overnight. Wow. Um, and I think it was just because people didn't understand. I mean, they just didn't understand what, what it was meant by that. You know, you get on the Internet, and you, you Google mm-hmm. it, and the first <laughs> thing you find are, are all these negative you know, writings about it and all. And, mm-hmm. and so I think people gravitated towards, you know, just something that had been written negatively about it. Sure. And, uh, but I look yeah. back and I think that was, that was, that was God. That was God uh, pruning um, us. And, and mm-hmm. I think doing what God does, which is, is, you know, arrange things like he wants them. And like, I think are, are at its best. And, you know, I look back and those things happen for a reason. We're, mm-hmm. we're okay with that. We've right. been able to grow since then, and so um, I feel like we're we're preaching the gospel, and and we um, and that's what we're going to continue to do. I, I pray. Amen to that, brother. Yeah. So I mean, you said a lot of really good stuff, right? A lot of really good things, right there. I mean, first one, uh, I think about you know, like you said, a lot of the doctrine they believe but don't know the label. Um, that's something I found so true. You know, just I think about, you know, the, the doctrine of the Trinity, you know, we sing about it, you know, and we we knew it, uh, but we just didn't we didn't call it, you know, the doctrine of the Trinity. You know, <laughs> like we didn't we didn't Absolutely. label those things. And that was one of the things that drew me to uh, reform theology, biblical theology, because it actually explained all the stuff that I technically knew, but it, it explained it and said why. You know, um, so in that, that I know that's evident in that area. There are a lot of Bible believing folks and that, you know, you know, believe on scripture. But like I said, they they don't 
they don't know the labels. You know, that's that's the first thing I, that you said that I, I really love because I've seen that firsthand. The next thing that I've seen was, you know, the people that uh, try to paint it in a bad light. Uh, and I always say they, they you know, they want to call you the C word. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> want to call you a Calvin. That, that's, that's, you know, that's a cuss <laughs> word to some folks, you know. And Absolutely. so, uh, and, 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 and like you said, with that, you know, that, uh, bring some negative, uh, some negative people or negative thoughts. Um, and I definitely, definitely understand that. Um, but, and I also love, you know, how you say you, you, you know, no, no matter what you preach the Bible, you know, uh, preach scripture and, and that, that's a beautiful thing, man. So, uh, that area, I know it well, uh, is, you know, it's country, you know, is is rural. Um, what, what are, and, and, and Beautiful things you talked about growth. And I know in that area, a lot of people, you know, they go to mom and daddy church. Um, are there some things that you guys have done, let's say in the community or just in general that, uh, that may have been attractive? Uh, not saying that we need to attract people in, just not trying to go the Rick Warren way, but are there some things that you guys did that kind of, you know, got some attention? Yeah. So we, we actually grew or began really seeing some significant growth, uh, during a, a very difficult time whenever a 19-year-old um, gentleman was killed in a car accident. Um, he had been a part of our church plant. His parents are founding members of this plant. He was in my youth group. And really through that tragedy, God put our church on display. And so no longer were we seen in this negative light or even as a cult. We were, we were just, we were at his funeral service. I was able to preach the gospel to, you know, uh, 1200 people or so at a, at a local high school and through that we saw this tremendous growth and i think it was that all of a sudden we had this authenticity people mm. saw us as as just a group of people who were who loved the lord and who mm-hmm. uh, wanted uh and who loved each other and so through that we we have seen a tremendous amount of growth in the last couple of years because of that um and it it, it really it's difficult to, to even talk about and to think about, but it is, it's, it's also really kind of the Lord to, in a mm-hmm. season when we were, when it's our darkest, honestly. I mean, we, we cried a lot together during that time. Right. Um, but when, when, when a time when it was so difficult that he used that uh, to glorify himself and to draw mm-hmm. people to himself. Mm-hmm. And I think once that, once that happened and we were able um, I think more and more people um, kind of gave us a chance um, and heard, I think, heard our, our, our people speak their heart and, and um, us preach the gospel here. I think it became, hey, they have something that, that maybe we want to be a part of. And so we've grown considerably uh, since, since that tragedy. Wow. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's an amazing story, man. Um and it is like you said, it gave the people opportunity to hear, you know, just uh, the, the gospel, you know, um, God, yeah. God obviously pierced their hearts uh, during that time. And, you know, the, the let them uh, not think about the rumors and actually hear it straight from you guys. So that that is that is that's an amazing story. I'm sure that's going to bless somebody uh, that's listening uh, for sure. So I appreciate you sharing that. Um, and so as far as, uh, um, 
you know, the vine goes, what, what are some of the things you're looking to do, uh, you know, in the up, you know, 2020 and, you know, vision and all of that. What are some of the things you're, you're looking to do, uh, there, um, this just kind of in your mind or you guys have been talking about. So we're all about the gospel. Our vision is that we want to see gospel transformation um, everywhere. So starting in ourselves and our families and our church and our community in the world. And so we, we just default to the gospel. We're going to preach the gospel and we're going to, um, we're going to build every single one of our ministries off of the gospel. And so when we go out and do mission work and we have, we have um, some new mission opportunities coming up this year. Um, of course, you know very well, being from this area, the hurricane um, 16 months ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, still, I mean, there are still hundreds of people who are um, who are with are still displaced from their home. And so even this past weekend, we were able to take uh, some people to uh, our neighboring county um, where there are so many people still um, in, in between houses and work mm-hmm. on a home for a, a family. And so we're doing that. Uh, but again, we are armed with the gospel when we do that. Our, our objective is, is certainly, um, to help people out and to, to do missions, but, but only because it, it allows us to take them to gospel. And so everything that we do, I think we're going to, we, we will continue to base it off of that. Uh, we, we are, we're very blessed. The Lord has been very good to us. He has placed people uh, and we're not very large. You know, I mean, we're, we're, but I mean, we're 130, 140 uh, people, uh, but um, we, he is, he has been so kind to us to place people here who are gifted in certain, in different areas. We are, um, in, in the recent months, we're helping partner uh, with um, a local, with a group to, to start a pregnancy center, a crisis pregnancy center. And so we're excited about what's going on there. We've adopted a school. And again, these, these things, these things, some people don't even know we're doing this. A lot of people, right. a lot of the, the community doesn't know, but it's really opening the door for us um, to, to reach our community with the gospel. And we believe that's what it's going to take uh, to change, um, to change hearts and to change uh, the community as a whole. And so uh, in the new year, I would say uh, our goal is to do more of that, to do more of the same, to, to every opportunity we can uh, to preach the gospel and to, uh, we're certainly being new. We can try things, uh, try mm-hmm. new things when a lot of churches will not try new things. And so we'll get into a ministry and six months, eight months, a year down the road, decide that's not what the Lord wants us to do. And that's OK. We can start right. over. But so we're not scared to try new things. And so we're going to do that and just pray that the Lord, that the Lord blesses um, what we're doing and, and draws people to himself. Amen. Yes, sir. That's good. Good, good, good. Good to hear. So right here, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. The Just Thinking Podcast, hosted by Daryl Harrison and Virgil Walker, is a Christ-centered, gospel-focused, and theologically challenging program that boldly and unapologetically addresses social, political, and cultural issues from a biblical worldview. With an international listenership that stretches from the United States and Canada to Romania, Nicaragua, and Mongolia, the Just Thinking Podcast breaks through all ethnic, geographic, social, and cultural barriers 
to bring the objective truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ to the issues confronting his church and his people. Subscribe to the Just Thinking Podcast using the podcast app on your Apple or Android smart device, or you can listen online at thebarpodcast.com slash JT. All right, we're back in here with my brother, Matt, uh, pastor of the vine. I love the name, man, by the way. Um, and, um, we are on the second half of the show or the tail end of the show where we do the bar signature questions. These are three questions I ask all of my guests. And Matt, since you are a listener, you know these questions. So I'm sure you're probably prepared. The first signature question is what kind of music do you listen to? So I listen to pretty much anything. Uh, I love music. And so, uh, of course, I listen to a lot of the music that we do uh, here at the Vine. We are a little different. We do. We are not a traditional church as as that goes. So uh, more more um, more contemporary um, stuff. And so we're, we're listening to a, a lot of uh, music like that. And so but also I'd say more than anything, I, I'm, I'm a big Americana fan, which is um, I don't even know how to explain it, except it's the variety of it is from bluegrass to roots music to, I mean, just anything. And I, one particular group I listen to is the Avett brothers. They're actually North Carolina guys. And so nice. Um, I'm big fans of theirs. And so, but I listen to pretty much anything. I love music. And so I listen to whatever, whatever I can find. Awesome. All right. Next signature bar question is what book or books are you currently reading? Well, as a matter of fact, I just had uh, there's a couple of local pastors here, and I we're we're actually reading through um, a Tim Challey's book, "Do More, Do More Better," which is on productivity. Yeah. So I'm reading through that. I've read it before, but we started re- we actually met our first time this morning, and so um, we're walking through that book together. I'm constantly reading for sermon prep, so I mean I'm sure. I'm reading stuff all the time, but right now we're spending a lot of time in. And um, I've done a lot of reading on on uh, how how we use our gifts to serve the Lord. So various mm-hmm. books on that. And now I'm reading about the spiritual disciplines a lot. To, we're trying to promote prayer and a healthy prayer life and some other things, Bible reading and stuff this this year. So I'm reading some books and some some things on some articles and on on that as well. Awesome. Good deal. All right. Last thing is your bar question is what podcasts or sermons do you listen to? Uh, let's see. Uh, well, I like, I love your podcast. Um, Thank you. I love, um, doctrine and devotion. Um, yep. I love those guys. Of course, I think they probably, I think they sponsor you some or y'all are tied together. They mention you some, so I know y'all know each other. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. We're good friends. Yeah. That's great. Um, love those guys. I, I like, um, the happy rant. Um, mm-hmm. big, uh, I like revisionist history with Malcolm Gladwell. Mm-hmm. Uh, some other, um, some other. I mean, I I listen to a lot of podcasts as well, so I, I jump back and forth between quite a few of um, leadership podcasts. Whatever I can learn, I I, I love to learn. So nice. Um, okay, that's a good list. No, that's a good list. Yeah. For sure. All right, man. Well, listen, I first thank you for jumping on here. The folks don't know this, but it was kind of short notice and, uh, you, you, you were more than willing and I'm definitely grateful for that, man. And I love to, uh, give you an opportunity in closing to, uh, 
uh, give any words of encouragement or uh, any announcements or anything, anything you want to tell my listeners before we get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Dwayne. I, you know, I really appreciate the opportunity to be on here. Um, I think your, your local pastor spotlight is amazing. Um, so often uh, we, we, we concentrate on, on the big names and, and you're, you're fortunate enough to be able to have the big names on as well. But the fact that you take time to talk to uh, the local pastors who may not have a, a mega church, who may have a church of, of 50 or 100 or 150 or a little bit larger says a lot. I, I want to, if I could just encourage you to keep doing that because I know for myself, uh, that's been a blessing to me to hear what other people, other guys that are walking through the same thing that, that, that I am and, or that our church is, what they're going through. Um, I, I can't place a value on that. That's just been so helpful to me. So, so certainly let me say that. Let me thank you for that. Uh, but also I, you know, I would encourage um, another another point kind of on that is uh, rural churches out there and rural church plants often get overlooked as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we uh, one time I was at a, at a conference uh, talking about um, church plants and, and I was actually told by, by the leaders of this of this conference that they preferred to, to talk uh, to talk to big city planners mm-hmm. because they were going to reach more people. And you know, mm. the souls in rural North Carolina are worth just as much as the souls, um, in, um, in, in the larger cities. And so, Amen. um, I would just say for your listeners, if you get an opportunity to talk to, to encourage a rural church planner or a rural pastor uh, of a church who's preaching the gospel, do that because a lot of times that encouragement is not there. Mm. So, wow. That's spot on, man. That's spot on. And, uh, and, and first, thank you for, uh, the encouragement on the local pass spotlight, man. Um, I, I've, I've, I mean, I've heard that several times and, and, you know, I'm, I'm just grateful to God that we're able to do that and provide that for, uh, other people for encouragement. And second, man, yes, the rural plant is important. Um, my good friend, huh, his name escapes me, Scott. My good friend Scott used to be over 1689 beard, uh, really is a, a influencer and, and, you know, a real pusher for rural plants. Um, I think he was even trying to develop a rural plant, like community type thing, mm-hmm. man. So, uh, Scott, if you're listening, man, we got some, some nice ones in North Carolina as well. He's in Georgia. Um, and, and, uh, and I think that is definitely a place of importance. And, and I, and honestly, if you're listening and you're, you're a rural plant, reach out to me. I would love to have you on the show. I come from that area. So I know, I mean, I come from the country, uh, uh, Matt, no, you know, Oh, what's our road? Like, you know, there's nothing across the street from my mama house, like literally. So, uh, I know that world, man. And I would love to, uh, give you an opportunity to share your story so that it'd be a blessing to others. So, to the bar listeners thank you guys for listening to your favorite podcast make sure you check out the whole bar podcast network we have expanded we've added uh guys with bibles they come out on sunday i told them that was pretty brave to come out on sunday but check out guys with bibles uh monday uh make sure you check out uh pastor discussion uh whenever they get back they're taking a little break tuesday the bar podcast of course Wednesday, just thinking we'll return after the G3 conference. We're doing a live recording at G3. If you're going, make sure you bring your, your just thinking or your bar gear. We're going to do uh, bar gear Friday at G3, take pictures and all of that stuff. We have a booth. 
And on Thursday, Mario Esco Live. Big shout out to Mario Esco and his crew. And on every other Saturday, we have uh, Truth and Fire, the podcast. And guys, I really appreciate you guys listening. Make sure you go to thebargear.com, pick you up some bar gear. Until next time, God bless you. And we are out.
What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there